Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, proudly delivering healthcare services across Iowa, specializing in mental health, substance use disorder treatment, and medical care with a special focus on LGBTQIA plus healthcare. More at ucsonline.org. Today is Friday. It's the 16th of February. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Grant Gerlach. Women's college basketball has a new all-time scoring leader. Hawkeye Hoop star Caitlin Clark broke the NCAA record held by Kelsey Plum last night in a 106-89 victory over the Michigan Wolverines. Clark launched the record-breaking three-pointer from 35 feet out in the first quarter. Post-game, she said it was fitting to break the record with one of her signature shots at Carver Hawkeye Arena. The way the fa- these fans support women's basketball is so much special. Is so special and um, yeah, I mean, you all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. Come on now. In Iowa City, Barb Thomas watched Clark break the record. Thomas said Clark and her Hawkeyes have embodied the spirit of Iowa. It's phenomenal to see her play at this level. She is such a great player. But in addition, it is such a great team. And it is really the team chemistry that makes them such a strong team. It's very Iowa. Clark finished the game with 49 points, which is a single-game record for the Hawkeye women. She now has 3,569 career points, which puts her less than 100 away from the men's NCAA career scoring record. In the Iowa legislature, House Republicans are moving forward with their own plans to reform area education agencies in place of the overhaul originally proposed by Governor Kim Reynolds. The House bill mandates that school districts continue to use the AEAs for special education services. Over time, they would be allowed to use different providers for media and education services. Representative Skylar Wheeler, chair of the House Education Committee, says the shift comes in response to feedback from parents, teachers, and the AEAs. There are a lot of different moving parts here, and there's a lot of different goals. And I think we have the opportunity to improve student outcomes with this. We have the opportunity to improve a system. Uh, And we have the opportunity, I think, to get wins, not just for students, but for our schools in general as well. The bill passed out of committee yesterday on a party-line vote. Democrats said they're glad to move away from the governor's overhaul, but the new plan still puts too much power in the State Department of Education. Wheeler says he expects more changes before the bill comes up for debate in the House. State Auditor Rob Sand says the Iowa Board of Parole refused to provide documents he requested, citing a law passed last year. IPR's Katerina Sestarek reports Republican lawmakers have prevented the state auditor, who is the only statewide elected Democrat, from taking state agencies to court when they refuse to provide information. Sand says a whistleblower told his office the Iowa Board of Parole wasn't following a state law regarding the makeup of parole review panels. The board told Sand they had already fixed the issue, but when Sand asked for documents to prove it, the board refused. Sand says a new proposal in the Iowa Senate that would allow state agencies to opt out of audits by his office and instead choose a private accounting firm would make it even harder for him to investigate wrongdoing. So let me make it clear regarding today's report on the Board of Parole, where we can't say whether or not the state government is following its own laws. With this bill, 
they want to find an auditor who won't even dare ask the question in the first place. The Board of Parole says they didn't provide the documents because Sand didn't first provide a letter of engagement they say is required by law. Sand says the law doesn't require him to provide a separate letter of engagement. Iowa's medical board has approved some guidance for abortion providers to follow if the state's six-week ban on abortions is upheld by the Iowa Supreme Court. The restrictive law is on hold as the court considers a lower court's decision that blocked it from taking effect. The law makes exceptions for rape and medical emergencies. Doctors must document allegations of rape or incest. But in rules approved yesterday, the State Board of Medicine did not detail how imminent health risks must be before doctors can intervene. This is Here First. Support for IPR comes from the Healing Room at Upstream Functional Medicine, offering medical spa services that support the body's natural ability to detoxify from environmental challenges. Learn more about the Healing Room at upstreamfm.com. The Sioux City Symphony takes the stage tomorrow evening for a program that includes a new piece from one of its own members. As IPR's Sheila Brummer reports, the journey to opening night took a worldwide search to find just the right instrument for his composition. A couple of days before the show, more than 70 members of Sioux City Symphony tune up to play three selections. Two from the turn of the century. And a new piece commissioned by the orchestra, composed and performed by principal oboist Jeffrey Paul, entitled Concerto for Oboe. So definitely parts of it will sound classical, but you're probably not going to think of Mozart or Beethoven when you hear this piece. <laughs> Paul's music melds elements of jazz, North Indian classical, and parts Lebanese, pop, and progressive rock. Paul encountered a problem when pursuing perfection. What he imagined in his head didn't come through his fingers, he needed an instrument to quickly slide between pitches. The modern oboe has got so many uh, complex key mechanisms and levers and springs and all that, and it's really quite a beautiful instrument, and you can do a lot of amazing things with it, but not that. He spent a year on the music and months researching and reaching out to more than 40 instrument makers around the globe to find something more nuanced, something new in which he could use the double reed of an oboe and still get a hauntingly rich tone. And nearly all of them um, said, you're nuts, you're crazy, this can't be done. If it could be done, it would not be worth the time for the engineering and all of this. And I'm sitting here going, this cannot be true. It just can't be true. He didn't give up and eventually found two creators willing to take on the project. The first, a Ph.D. student in Oslo, Norway, who as part of his studies, designs hybrid instruments with a 3D printer. And his response to my cold email inquiry was like, this sounds interesting. It's right exactly in line with what I'm kind of working on. And I don't think anybody has done this yet. Paul received five prototypes with slight changes in dimensions. The most promising model looks like a large plastic navy blue recorder with a swirling design near the bottom. But one problem, intonation. Certain intervals are not as in tune as I'd like them to be. So Paul turned to a maker in France for something called the Festonia. 
Jean-Francois Charles specializes in music and technology at the University of Iowa and even developed a class where students make their own instruments. It's great that uh, the composer and performer here is looking for new sounds. He credits Paul with pursuing a tradition of innovation, similar to composers before him. It's really completely new to have uh, a new piece of music in the context of a full orchestra, classical orchestra, uh, for this instrument. And from what I understand, it it might really be a, a premiere. Jeffrey Paul admits to having opening night nerves, but is eager for an audience to savor his music in a way never heard before on the Pistonia. And now that I, I've kind of seen the potential of these kinds of sounds, I absolutely intend to continue writing for them. And, um, and I think that's going to mean quite a long journey of, of trying to refine this, um, this kind of process, this sort of like simplified modern oboe. Measured complexity, where others can enjoy the notes along the way. I'm Sheila Brummer, IPR News. Jeffrey Paul says he isn't giving up on trying to perfect the 3D instrument for future performances. You can see what all the experimental instruments look like by checking out this story at our website, IPR.org. Subscribe to this podcast to catch up on the news every day with IPR News. This is Here First. I'm Grant Gerlach. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend.